This is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. How are you doing today, Ray? I'm doing great. I just got an, an order of masks in all different colors. All di- It's very cool. Wow. Yeah. Where'd you get that one from your neighbor lady? Uh, masks are us. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's www.masks.rus. Uh, same day shipping. No, I'm joking. It's. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want people looking at trying to look it up and say, man, you said you can get masks out there and I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, there probably is a website, Mass Cyrus, right? Yeah. <clears throat> well, we just, today's podcast is brought to you by Mass Cyrus. <laughs> That's right. Make sure you send the, your sponsorship check. <laughs> so, so uh, what, what, what is today's podcast about? Today's podcast is about sunshine. And sunshine, boys. sunshine, the sunshine boys. That's right. You're kidding. Real Walter Matthau and George Burns. No, no, not, I thought they were dead. Not, not those sunshine boys. Oh, we're talking about the band sunshine boys. Oh, with, uh, with Jackie Shimmel and Frida Love Smith and Doug Julin. Oh, I know them. So, um, so we, we talked with them and, uh, and uh, found out that they've got a, uh, uh, we've got a new album coming out this week. That's on, what I hear. On, on Friday. And we have actually have some cuts from it. Uh, we actually got a, an advanced copy of it. Just like a real oh. real podcast, like a real radio station. Wow. So we could like sneak peek? That's right. That's right. And we, we, we will. We will. We will. Um, we will be playing some of their, 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 uh, their music. So listen. And uh, let's listen now. Listen for the phrase that pays. No, <laughs> yeah. no, just listen. Just listen to the music. You're gonna love it. Just listen to the music. Well, uh, let's let's see what they had to say for themselves and what they have to say about their new album. Let's go. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. We're meeting tonight with the Sunshine Boys, uh, or Chicago's own Sunshine Boys, I should say. Um, We've got Jackie Schimmel on bass. Hi, Jackie. Hello. And uh, Frida Love Smith, on, uh, who plays drums. Hi, Frida. Hiya. And Doc Julen, guitar player. Hi. And uh, glad to have you. Glad you guys could make it with us tonight. Uh, and and uh, Ray the Roadie, co-host. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about you. <laughs> uh, so, so we're glad we're you could join us. We're in the middle of a fight here. <laughs> we're glad you could join us tonight. Um, so um, we I, had so you, much else going on. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know, I know it's, it's tough, but how are you surviving with this? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're all in well, in good health, right? Yeah, so far so good. Yeah, so far so good, doing okay. And how, how how's the band surviving? Uh, uh, what have you guys been doing? Uh, have you been able to do any recording or any any, any practicing or anything together? <laughs> we uh. 
Who wants to tell the story of the rehearsal we just tried well, 10 minutes ago? Just, just <laughs> moments ago, we yes. attempted to have a rehearsal via Zoom and found it impossible to be in sync uh, and made it okay. us wonder, what are we doing wrong? Because we have seen people like doing yeah. live performances via Zoom. So it's going to require some research. I yeah. just watched, before I clicked on, I just watched like a full-on, full gallery, like, you know, Brady Bunch style, nine people, uh, in an ELO cover band, perfectly in sync, doing an ELO. And I was thinking, wow, just as only three of us, we should be able to do that, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think I think you have to I think you have to record it individually and then take it and, and edit it down. Oh. I but I think I think you need because I'm trying to figure out the same thing of how people were doing. We, this. we wouldn't be able to play. We wouldn't be able just to keep playing individually at the same time and then edit it together. No, you, you, do you have to do you have to record it and then pass it to the next person and then they play right. It? I'm pretty sure that's oh way no it, kidding it, wow. It would probably be just like recording a uh, a song, you know. Yeah, start, okay, start yeah. with the drums and the bass and then the guitar. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, right, that well, doesn't sound fun. That no. Sound fun. <laughs> no, like there's anything else going on. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll figure something out. <laughs> So, so, so Doc, Doc, you've got you're you're in a couple of bands still. You you still with uh, Expo seventy six, and that's going to be yeah. Some guys, yeah. And point out, we just haven't. No one's played. You know, no one can. Yeah. So, uh, and no one can practice. We can't rehearse in the same room yet. So everybody's in the same boat. You know, right, right. Just hanging out, just hanging out, and looking at the screen. You know, and just going, oh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking beer. What are you drinking? And that's you know. <laughs> Tequila. Yeah. Well, I, I had a shot of tequila, but I, I've got a beer. My tequila come after. Okay. Exciting water. Whoa. <laughs> so tell us, uh, you guys got together in 2016. Uh, how did this all come together? Kind of an interesting story, if I, if I, um, if I Let's see if I can remember. We um, There's a couple of friends of ours who are songwriters who now have a group called The Last Afternoons. They... Um, uh, singer Brett Naveau and singer guitarist Rich Sparks. They they formed a duo and then they they asked uh, certain people to help them out to do a gig. And they asked Frida to play drums. They they they're all uh, friends and um, an Evanston and Northwestern connection with with uh, Frida and Brett. And I knew those guys from other things in the past. And they um, they asked both of us separately, and we both agreed to do it. And then there was a guy called Jason Arducci, who was, he was kind of a big shot bass player around town. He um, was in, was asked to do it with them to, to sort of help them uh, put together a group for the international pop overthrow festival. Uh, and he, Jason couldn't do it. And I said, guys, trust me on this. Jackie Schimmel needs to play bass and Jackie agreed to do it. And then, my ulterior motive was to get the three of us together, Frida, Jackie, and myself, and play because I kind of thought we'd, I thought those two would sound great together, and I thought that that the three of us would would have some chemistry. And as we played with this other band, it became apparent pretty much right away that the three of us had something going on instantly, and and we we followed it from there. And I guess that was two, 2016. Immediately began uh, writing songs. Just went right into it. Went on a real tear of writing and practicing and yep. put out blue music, our first album in 2018. And even as that album was wrapping up, 
we were already starting the process of writing and learning songs for Work and Love, our second album. So if you if you say we got together in 2016, here it is 2020, we've already done two albums. So we've been working in a pretty fast clip these past couple of years. Uh, are all of you uh, writers, all three of you write uh, the music and the songs? No. Uh, all the all the material is is dog's creation, but I think that that Frida and I, when we when we rehearse, there's a lot of things that change about the arrangements uh, over the course of, of that process, um, which is why I'm really glad that for for both of these records, um, when we've 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 crowdsourced the, the the financing for them, and one of the things that we offer as a as a perk is a, a CD of the demos that that dog you know created and brought to the band because I think it's very interesting for listeners and not just the band members to sort of hear, here's how he created it initially. So you can compare and contrast what it was as a, as a demo and what it became on the actual here's, album. It's like, here's how it was created initially. And here's where the two of us felt dog went so horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might actually hear more of those kind of changes on this new, this second yeah. set of, of accompanying demos, but yeah. And, and the songs are credited to all of us because um, the, the parts and the ideas for arrangements uh, and, and everything else about the song uh, is, is a total group effort, you know? So it, it just, it really, to me, it's, it's, all, it's all of us contributing. I just might have come up with the chords and lyrics and stuff, but I, I feel like it's, it's a real effort on all of our parts. Well, I understand for blue music, Dag, that you, uh, you had a week or so of, of, uh, some interesting writing up in Michigan or something. Um, yeah, I, I, um, and I think I did some of that for this album as well. There's just, um, uh, up in Marquette, Michigan, there's a really great library and there's, there's a family up there too. So I went up there and, and stayed for a week um, and kind of did some kayaking and went out to a cabin uh, nearby and just wrote and wrote and wrote. There was something about just being away and just being essentially only focused on writing. It was, it was great. And, and it, it helped me for this record as well. So I had the opportunity just to kind of like let things, let things out and, and do a lot of writing and then a, a bunch of recording as well too. So it worked out well. Blue Music uh, became pretty popular pretty quick. A lot of people liked it. Um, yeah, I mean, it got, it got some really glowing reviews from people and, and a couple of, uh, a couple of DJs named it as their album of the year, which was really nice for us. And we, we felt very strongly about the album. We feel very strongly about this album too. Including my buddy, my buddy, Boris Bowden. Yeah. Boris Bowden. Yes. <laughs> he, he, he plays your stuff quite a bit. Yeah. He's, yeah, uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, along with, with Mike Litzkin, he's he's perhaps our greatest uh, champion, and we're very very grateful to to Boris and Mike for all the incredible uh, um, encouragement uh, and support and airplay that they've given us. I, I know Boris. I know Boris very well, and I've known him known him for probably close to hundred years, and uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and now he's actually. Uh, uh, kind of a neighbor of mine, so is that oh, a little too far for me? So. Yeah, he's a good guy. We finally we we met him at one of our, I think 
was it our last show? I don't know when our last show was, but we, we he, finally got he, him. He came, out, he came out to that show at Reggie's, but I mean, I've known Boris for nearly 25 years because he was oh. a fan of Big Hello and would come to the shows all the time. Nice. Now, speaking of Big Hello, Jackie, uh, uh, tell, tell, us about, tell us about your past a little bit and tell us uh, what, what, what bands you've been involved with besides Big Hello. Um, well, big, I mean, Big Hello with... Big Hello. with yeah, big hello with Brad Elvis and 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 Chloe uh, Orwell and Johnny Million. We we I was playing with them in the late nineties, um, and you know for the last twenty two years I've been playing uh, with Justin Roberts, who's a, a, a musician for kids and families. Um, three-time Grammy nominee, um, which is super fun. And I'm also currently playing in this kind of metal glam band called tiny bit of giant's blood um so it's i, I, I the have name. the full i have I the full uh here's the album assortment oh yeah nice. look at you you got your uh <laughs> quite quite an assortment of different musical uh genres that i've planned but i mean my my background is i i got my uh, undergrad degree in orchestral double bass so uh lots of different lots of different kind of music from from where'd you get the degree uh, I, I went to Rice in uh, Houston, Texas. Now, now are you from there, or where are you from? Uh, no, I'm I'm from Chicago. I just I just went down there for college. I see. And what about you, Frida? Yeah, I played in a lot of bands. Um, starting back in the mid and late '80s, I played in a band in Boston called Blake Babies. Um, that that played in Chicago a lot. I played played all over. Um, put out a few records um, and. Um, had there's a band that kind of grew out of Blake Babies called Antenna that I played that did a couple records, um, and a band that grew out of Antenna called Mysteries of Life that recorded for for RCA. Um, I've been in a few other bands, but but um, but yeah, it's been kind of non nonstop um, since 1986. I think. <laughs> are you a native Chicagoan too, or are you from the Boston area? I'm from Bloomington, Indiana, and I'm actually in Indianapolis right now. Um, I live in Evanston, and I also lived in Boston um, for those kind of four or five years when the Blake Babies were most active. Um, so I've kind of been all over, but mostly in the Midwest, and now Evanston is home. Very good. So tell, tell us a little bit about, about this new record that, uh, uh, that's going to be released uh, this week, right? Yeah. Um, May 1st? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Work and Love. Jackie, tell tell them why we called it Work and Love. Uh, well, all of us really enjoy the uh, the Finnish uh, author and uh, uh, designer and graphic artist uh, Tova Janssen, and she uh, she had sort of as her as her motto uh, Work and Love, and uh, it just seemed like a really good title uh, and a really good ethos so uh so we decided to to keep it as our as our album title essentially essentially work and love being the two things that that people really all that all people want all people strive for or basically need is is meaningful work and and love and it just uh it really fit as as jackie said we all we all love toby jansen and it just kind of um, doing a record is, is equal parts both. You know, it's equal parts work and love. So it made it made real sense to us. And 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 um, I don't want to jinx anything, but like most of the decisions that we make as a group, they all they're you know it was like an instant agreement. You know, it was, it was a, as instant as as what we were going to call the band. It just was 
we were all on board and we all agreed with with what the title meant to us personally and so and it was great having it having it done so early we just we just moved through it with and that kind of i suppose was in our mind the whole time the fact that it was mm-hmm. called work and love so I want, to, I want to chime in about the release date being May 1st, because I, I really I think that's really fortuitous that May Day is an international um, day celebrating workers and also a kind of an ancient holiday celebrating love. So I really like that. Yeah, it, that it, it really worked on all these different levels for us. It was it was, it was perfect. The fact that that May, May 1st represents that stuff as well. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are wondering where did the name Sunshine Boys come from? Well, they're going to have to keep wondering. <laughs> um, the, Thank you for that answer. Um, Next question. It was, it was really, a, it was really a, um, a joke, I think, between Frida and myself when we were talking uh, early on when we had met that, that we had played so many different places, uh, the same places, and knew a lot of the same people. And it, it just it was kind of this thing where it reminded us of a, of a scene from the movie, the sunshine boys, where these two old actors are kind of reminiscing about theaters, having disagreements about who they with the name of the theater or whatever. It was just kind of an offhanded comment of, well, if we ever form a band, we'll call it the sunshine boys or sunshine boys. And that was sort of the last was ever brought up. And then it just came up and it turns out there's been hundreds of other groups called sunshine boys. A lot of them <laughs> kind of like, um, uh, Southern uh, uh, religious, uh, uh, you know, groups of singers and stuff like that. And there's, I think there's still some problem, some other ones out there, but we just, you know, we went with that, you know, so. And it really was just, like just course that everybody, everybody, you know, lots of people go, you know, um, you guys are called sunshine boys, but two of the three of you are women. Very controversial in that respect. <laughs> You going to add something, Frida? Oh, no, I just, I really like that the name of our band it evokes this movie about really old, even uh, <laughs> uh, that are, you know, maybe past their prime, but uh, still, still working it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What was that again? Can you speak up? <laughs> <laughs> now, we've spoken to some other groups, too, that we've uh, interviewed and asked how they, you know, some of them have unique names and we've asked them the same question. And a few of them have said uh, they go online, they Google the name. If they're over a hundred miles away, good to go. They can steal the name. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely other groups called that, but we don't care. (laughs) They probably don't either. So. So you were uh, writing these songs for the new album right after Blue Music. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they definitely, I, I'm, I'm trying to look over some of my, my old notebooks and stuff, but yeah, no, they, we were still recording and learning new stuff, you know, like we, you can have enough uh, material for an album, but it, when it comes time to doing a show, you know, you need a little bit more material to choose from. So I just exactly. was, in, and, 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 and I was really um, just so kind of happy with the way we all sounded together. And I think I just wanted to keep these guys keep their attention and just like keep throwing songs at them and keep learning songs and stuff. But I mean, along the way we had some, some, some stuff to, to deal with as well. Uh, um, Frida had a, had back surgery that put her out of commission for, for quite a bit. Jackie was in the hospital uh, sick for a while. And um, uh, 
you know, so we, we, um, we've, we've been not only working and writing and recording, but, you know, Frida, Frida changed her complete drum setup from, from being a, a sit down kind of four or five piece drum kit to, to standing up. So we've, you know, we've had to kind of, she's, she came back really from, from, from being almost completely incapacitated and, you know, at least not, you know, uh, well, you can, you, you, you fill in the details. So, Frida. Frida, I saw, I saw that you stood up, you yeah. stand up and play, right? Yeah. That's post-surgery. I just find that um, it really keeps me out of pain. It feels comfortable. Um, and, and I've really, and it's, it's something that I have experimented with before and I have done in the past. So it, it wasn't completely new. Um, but now it feels, I feel very settled into that as my way of playing. And, and actually I've come to love it. Like I, I like the energy of being on, I love, uh, I level with my bandmates. Uh, it feels a lot dancier. And uh, I've always thought that, um, you know, a lot of innovation can come out of constraints and I kind of enjoy the the challenge of working within my limitations. I've, I've always had, had limitations and we all do, but, um, but yeah, I've ended up kind of falling in love with it. I really like it. And it's, I tell you the load in is much, much better. Oh my God. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it's really like we you talked about Brad Elvis earlier when we did this gig with, with them, we just watched Brad Elvis loading in card after card of drum gear and all this stuff and and we just thought oh my god look at poor brad elvis and yeah. i think he was looking at frida and going oh this is a genius move on her part you know? <laughs> i very much doubt that brad would never want to pare down his kids but i also i also really put it to anybody to listen to the new record and realize that that's a snare drum a floor tom, an electronic kick, and and one cymbal. And what Frida's been able to do, like finding the subtleties and the versatility within this kind of kit is really amazing. And and it's it's we to go back to how how it was when we first started, it's it's so it's like so strong. It's not it's it, yeah. I don't feel like we've missed a step musically. And I, I love the fact that, that we can all line up at the front of the stage basically. And, and, and as, as I say, or as everybody else said, we have this incredibly easy load in. We all fit in. We fit everything in the back of a minivan. You know, it's great. Travel light. Travel light is my so great. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, but it's, it's totally still rocking. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm very um, invested in having a very strong, you know, aggressive rhythm section. And so uh, there was some trepidation initially uh, that, 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 you know, okay, well, we're not going to be able to play as hard anymore, but that has not proven to be the case at all, which not is at great. All. Not at all. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. And, and, visually it's great and it just it feels it it just feels fantastic to take the stage in this powerful unique um configuration i just love it i really do yeah so you play you played the drums even on the recording in the studio standing up yeah i did everything on the studio in the studio here on working love is it's just the you know the two drums and the trigger and the cymbal and, and a uh, little bit of overdub percussion here and there, but we kept it minimal. But yeah. but yeah, I think and I you know, I hope it's still it's still powerful. Um, oh yeah, yeah. This can be more for sure. It's it great. It's great, and 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 Jack and I use really small amps, 
we got a giant sound. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's like when, when we were, when we were opening for Juliana Hatfield uh, earlier this year, um, you know, it was, it was very gratifying to, to see the audiences be sort of like, Whoa, they were very surprised as we started our set that like, they, they thought this was going to be some sort of little muted affair. And that was not at all what mm-hmm. they got. Now, Jackie, Jackie, I saw a, a, a an eight string bass on, on yep. pictures. Yeah, did you play that? Is that what you play um, regularly? I, I, it's, it's, no, it's not what I, I play regularly, but there was one song where it's just like when we, when I got the demo from Dog and we were rehearsing, I was just going, this, this should sound like Tom Peterson. This should, this should be <laughs> an eight string on this one. So, so I, I, I found a, a music store where the, the guy, Heath Jensen, who, who owns it, um, had an eight string that I could, I could borrow. And so I, I just, I used it on the record for that, for that one track. And I see which, uh, which that was track was super that? fun. Uh, the, the very first song, uh, I was already gone. Broken glass, back forth, bounce past. By the time I knew what I was going through, I was already gone. Well, tell, tell us Thank a little you. bit about the new album and and and, um, and what, what's 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 your favorite tunes out of it? And what's uh, what's your baby? <laughs> maybe well i think i think the right where you need it the the closing song is is probably my favorite it's it's the it's the most uh involved i guess it, there's just a, a huge amount of uh vocal overdubs that i did on this to sort of create a kind of a whole choir of me <laughs> and uh, and there's some phenomenal string parts that Susan Vells who plays with Dog and, and Poi Dog she wrote the arrangement she's on violin and our, our friend Anna Steinhoff on cello and it just that that song really feels like the heart and soul of the album and it's a it's it's got the, the longest fade out I've ever heard on any song ever hey Jude um, I think yeah yeah, very much. Uh, I just, I, I, I just love that one. But the whole record, I, I mean, I realize I'm a little biased, but the whole record is great. Uh, what I've listened to, which I just, I just got it tonight, so uh, I, I never chance, I kind of skimmed through some of it, but, but it's, it's got some great tunes in there, and uh, the acoustic guitar in every step uh, is awesome. Um, I love the acoustic guitar there at the beginning. Oh yeah, and throughout the whole song. string down to a G which I never did before I don't know why that happened but then it, a song came out of it so that was cool but oh really yeah and that's also got a bunch of some really nice strings on it uh, three three songs have string arrangements uh, well well I know the last time we talked to you Doug uh, you were going 
uh, into the studio to do some string arrangements. That was that session, yeah, right there in the city. At, and uh, and, and, and yeah. what and now? Who, now who, who all plays strings? Susan Vels, uh, who's in, from Point Dog Pondering, and Anna Stein. She played violin and wrote the, the arrangements. Anna Steinhoff is um, a cellist, and she's actually married to Justin Roberts, uh, who Jackie uh, plays with, and is a friend of all of ours. And, and so mm-hmm. we kind of kept it all in the family. Tell me a little bit about a, a ghost at best. It's an interesting uh, title. I kind of like that song. What's the inspiration behind that? Um, it basically um, uh, confirms my uh, my uh, utter uselessness without <laughs> someone to keep me, uh, to smack me around and keep me in line. <laughs> I know. I know. She, you're picking up a little bit on Infinity Girl, and and, uh, and it's got a little bit, a little bit more rocking, uh, rocking guitar in there. Uh, yeah, I guess that's one of the more rocking tunes on the album. That was another song that goes back a ways. And what we did with that was we created. Um, we were able, we did a video for that song, first ever kind of video that we've done, and uh, that was a friend of of mine called Jennifer Reeder, who's a very, uh, she was an emerging uh, film director globally, uh, getting a, a real presence, and, and asked her to to do this video, which is a real girl power kind of song, and, and she is about as as fierce a uh, fierce a feminist uh, as there is out there, and a, and a very uh, has a great visual style, and she was way into the uh, to the idea and the song, and, and we did it one Sunday afternoon at a, at a, at an art gallery in Evanston and a friend of ours, who's a, a DJ at uh, chirp radio uh, and um, their, his daughter starred in the role as infinity girl for the video. And, and uh, it's a great, it's a great looking video. You know, it's a great look. So everybody should, uh, should have a look at that. Now, you, now you've released one, one song from there, right? Haven't you? Two songs. Prior two songs? To the release, yeah. And which which two which two have you released? Um, Infinity Girl, and then another one called Summertime Kids, which which is a song about um, about um, it's it's really it's I guess it's written from a parental point of view about kids growing up quickly and do it as a parent trying to see if you do all the things you're supposed to do um, to get them sorted. And maybe sometimes you don't and you can't help it and you try to do your best and it's not always perfect. And so. Um, I, I, I found that out myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's a song that Jackie and Frida, when we start playing it, they're like, or right, maybe after record it, they said, Oh, that's, that's the fleet with Max song. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a rhythmic feel. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely got that kind of that feel. And along with um, right where you need it, which Jackie mentioned, which is a favorite of mine for a lot of reasons. Summer summertime kids is also up there as as a favorite of mine on the album.
So are you working on uh, anything for the third album? Yes, I'm working on the third album. Whether or not the world will allow us to record a third album or what else is going on in our lives. But um, I, I, there was a point where I just sort of stopped writing um, for the first time in a couple of years um, just to kind of focus on getting this record out. And, and then I found myself going, wow, geez, I don't know if, I don't know if I said it all. I don't know, you know, I, 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 there still might be some things that have to come out, but we'll have to see if that, if that works for us as a band and what else is going on in our lives and stuff. I, I wish that, I wish that things were normal out in the world and that, that we could be out there playing songs from this album. And we, you know, we had just um, done a tremendous couple of short little jaunts opening up for Frida's old bandmate, Juliana Hatfield. And they were, they were so great for us because they confirmed all these suspicions that we had, that we were in fact a really good band. And we went out in front of people who had never heard us before and played really well each night and, and, and people were super into it. And it kind of felt like just as that like sort of level, we finally got to that level that we've been dreaming about um, and ready to take it to the next one. Then everything happened, you know, and, and we're, um, we got this new album and we can't really kind of give it the big splash that we wanted. And, you know, it's, it means a lot to us, this record. Um, but there's a lot going on in the world and people are focused on that and we don't blame them for that. You know, (laughs) it's just like we had this thing that, you know, that we have been thinking about and working on and it comes like, you know, the finish lines in sight and we're ready to play our record release show and do all the sort of promo and like say, we've done it again. We have another really great record. And then people are saying, yes, good for you. But you know, uh, I can't breathe, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's yeah. a different, it's a different thing out there. And so we're, we're, we're adapting to that. We're waiting patiently for, for things to get better and, 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 you know, dealing and dealing with our own personal situations, you know, we're, we're, all of our work lives have been impacted. Um, you know, just things are different. And so there's a, there's a, these are moments of, perspective i guess but um um the the thing remains though we have a we have a terrific album and people will get it they'll it'll be out there and um you know it's just it's a kind of it's a it's a it's a different world yes yes it certainly is you're absolutely right about that and it's very disheartening yes and and, and like you said you just don't know where it's going to go or what's going to become of it you know we're, ha- we're, we're happy. We're very fortunate in that our record was crowdfunded completely uh, and generously. And so, and we got all of that in under the wire before everything That's happened. That's cool. Um, and so people are going to still get their copies of the record and, we, you know, but we just had these little kind of other things that people could do like, Hey, let's go out and have drinks with the band or let's do a house concert. That stuff has to wait until, until whenever. But, um, um, we may, maybe, maybe, maybe a, a nice album is, is just our gift to the current situation. And maybe it's just going to be something that people will, will, maybe it'll, maybe it'll make fe- people feel good on an afternoon when they listen to it. I don't know. It's, 
It's absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Well, we're 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 privileged here at the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast to be able to. Goddamn uh, right, you are. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> to be able to 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 play a little snippets from from your new album that's coming out uh, this Friday, March first, and yep. uh, and I, I have one I have one more question for you guys. Now, I saw on your website, um, I was looking through some of the pictures. Which, which, which I used to love to do with albums, you know, especially double albums, and used to open them up and read about the bands and and read about everything. But, but I saw, so I was looking. There's some pictures on your website, and so I was listening to your music, and um, and I saw a, pic, a, a picture of a note that said, "Quick verse, chorus two times, single." <laughs> okay, I want to. I, I I get the quick the quick verse, the chorus yeah. two times. What the hell's Fingal? <laughs> Rita, I'm going to let you take this one. Yeah, you should tell us. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, come on. Don't tell me that. Well, I'll give you a little more background. So we were recording Work in Love. Um, we recorded it at Northwestern University where I work. We were able to get into a beautiful recording studio there. At where? At Northwestern University. Oh, Northwestern. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and... The week before we were in the studio, um, Northwestern hosted a, co- a, a pre-college program. So like high school students, this program called Cherubs. And they were in the studio doing different work. And, and they left that message on the board. And I just found it inscrutable <laughs> and fascinating. And I assume Fingal meant finish. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I see. I don't know. But I, I just was obsessed with it. I looked at it all week. And then finally I took a took a photo <laughs> <laughs> more to say about it i i, I love it um, i love it yeah. somebody out there some there's a group of kids that knows what fingal means and it means something to them but um, yeah maybe it was an inside joke from camp it was like a camp joke yeah <laughs> remember now band camp right uh-huh. <laughs> it means something to us and, it, and i'm happy just to have our own version of our own meaning of fingal yep since we're all Good. socially distancing uh, where socially can people find the Sunshine Boys? Uh, well, sunshineboys.net is the website. And of course, we're on Facebook and there's Sunshine Boys is on Twitter. But um, on the there's a link for Bandcamp, um, which is where the, the record will be available on, on May 1st. And it, coincidentally, on May 1st, Bandcamp is um, for one day only, um, not collecting their portion of, of the sales price. So all money goes to the actual artists uh, on Bandcamp on May 1st. Um, so I that would be that. a great way for people to buy the record that day. Yeah. And it's only a $10 download too. So that's yep. something. Yeah. Oh, very good. And it exists both on CD and on vinyl as well. Yes. And on Facebook, yeah. can we find you on Facebook or no? Yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's Sunshine like, Boys Music, I think is what it is on Facebook. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Well, All right. Good. Well, thanks a lot for uh, staying up late with us tonight. Hope, uh, you know, we're not past anybody's bedtime. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> we're hanging in there. My. We're old, but we're hanging in there. <laughs> well, All right. You. Well, thanks thank, a lot, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> thanks so thanks much. So good luck with the album. Well, you were right. It I was. Well, I'm always it right. It wasn't Walter Matthau or George Burns. No, 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 no. It was the band. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And, uh, and uh, some good stories there and some, some great uh, about the, how they wrote the songs. And 
and they got into the recording uh, studio and did their thing. But uh, unfortunately, uh, can't be playing right now. Can't be can't be out there rocking and rolling and playing their music right now. Yeah, that's a shame. They were supposed to have a CD release party uh, this coming Thursday. That you know, th- those are always a lot of fun, boy. You get uh, to get your new music out there to the masses, and yeah, everybody was cut short and everything. And that's just another casualty. But you can get it Friday, May first. You can download it at Bandcamp. It's only $10 there you go. and they're waiving all their fees that day. The band members get 100% of the profits for every CD or download sold. Yeah. So make sure you guys go out there and uh, check out their new album this Friday. Make sure you're always checking us out. Uh, find us on Facebook, on YouTube, on our website, uh, on any podcast program you use to down, download your podcasts and uh, make sure you check us out on the Road to Rock Radio every Monday at 6 p.m. where they feature one of our past podcasts. They do. They do every single Monday, like clockwork. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that, that's a professional outfit there, I've got to tell you. <laughs> yes. Well, you're talking about us, right? Yeah, well, yeah us too. Us too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good deal. Good deal. Be sure to check it out. And uh, thanks once again for uh, listening, everybody. And be sure and get your uh, go to Bandcamp and get your copy of uh, Sunshine Boy's new album called Work and Love. And go get your mask. That's right. (laughs) Don't want to upset Pritzker. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. See you next week.